this episode, we are going to talk about the very deep lore. Hold on, before you get into that, though, I feel like we should explain our title. Ah, uh, yes, Toop. Yeah. I'm I'm using Toop as the abbreviation, because I think Toop is funny, because it sounds like poop, but with a T. It's Toop! It's Toop! Uh, so, title of our podcast. Toop stands for title of our podcast. Because we, well, you, uh, because when we were we, when people were telling us we should make a podcast, when we were we were saying we should make a podcast, we would just say something random for the title of our podcast. We would be like, or we would say something in our daily lives, like, "Oh man, today I'm feeling really hot and sweaty," and then somebody would say, or we would say, "Title of our podcast." Therefore, we've abbreviated that to Toop title of our podcast and also it was like low-key like we didn't know what to title our podcast so that just like our running joke just became the title Mm -hmm. which is like i feel like is also the running joke from brooklyn 99 did we are we infringing (laughs) are we low-key the the title of our sex tape from brooklyn yeah it's fine it's fine (laughs) low-key okay so i think every episode will be like tube and then colon and then something funny like hot and sweaty i'm gonna say this one should be poop hot and sweaty and then we get into the actual what the episode's about backyard against lore right yeah in fact this episode's about the deep lore of the backyard against um as i was saying there earlier um so yeah that's that's the introduction to dupe so let's get into it then, because yeah, we started it. So, so I feel like we should get into the background of like where this came from, the story of how did we. Ever, did I ever say in front of you my favorite expression? No. Balls to the blender. No. Really? I say that all the time. At least when I'm on PlayStation with my. I don't think you do. I do. I do. I say that. Yeah, uh, it's because it's like it's funny. Balls to the blender. So let's go where, balls to the blender with us. Where, um, where does this come from? That sounds, like, that sounds like a dry kind of angry. Dry kind of angry. <laughs> oh boy, all the inside jokes that we're going to explain as we go through this. Podcast. We're not. No, no, no. We do no, just don't explain them. Um, yeah. yeah. We're going to sound like insane people. So that's fine. Uh, so, thank you, Artigan's Lord, right? We. With the TikTok trends of like backyard again songs being used in TikToks, um, I forgot that's how it started. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we were like. Oh shoot, you know, like when we were kids, we watched. Well, specifically when I was a kid, I don't know about you, but I hated the backyard ends. <laughs> I loved the backyard again. Oh, just one of my favorite kids shows. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, we should rewatch backyard again. But uh, I think I probably hated the backyard against because you liked it so much. It's like one of those things where you like you watch Spider Man like so many times. And I hated it. I hated Spider Man, and I hate Spider Man to this day. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> sorry. Continue. <laughs> so unfortunate because Spider Man's great. But anyways, um, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so we were like, oh, we should rewatch Backyard Again. And then we were looking for Backyard Again, where to rewatch it. And we were like, oh, it's on Nick, right? It was on Nick. No. I mean, it was like originally on Nick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like when we were looking, 
there was like an exclusive like Nick thing, but we weren't going to do that. So Paramount Plus. Nah, that's what it was. Paramount Plus. Um. So then we found some YouTube ones, and there's there's a very small amount of YouTube ones, so we quickly watched them. Most of them. There's a couple we didn't watch, but you get the gist of it. Really, Backyard Against is very much the same thing. But as we were watching Backyard Against, we started to notice some things. So the thing is, the thing is, like you're watching this show for children as grown ass adults, and so you notice things that you didn't before, and um, we get it now. Yeah, like we were dumb then, but now wow. we know. Yeah, now we're now we're educated in the ways of the backyard against. Um, now we don't know everything because again, th- there was only a limited selection of what we could watch, but. Um, we figured we'd get into it a little bit and then delve deeper into it during this this episode. So, I guess we should probably start with what we first noticed, and then kind of get into a little bit more of. You know, I think we should lead with the fact that if, like, the Backyardigans did a reunion episode, like, which they should, yeah, like if they were like, but like. It's not like a them when they were. It's not like a. It's not like a. Oh, just another like episode. It's them like now because like the backyardigans would be like twenty four, right? Yeah, yeah. So backyardigans are millennials, mm-hmm. and so if we checked in on the backyardigans now, um, they'd probably still be living in their parents. Yeah, it's probably still in their parents' backyards. Yeah. Um, 100% agree. Um, they're smoking They're smoking weed in the backyard. Oh, definitely smoking weed. Yeah. It's basically turned into... Well, I, I think also, like, their parents probably got divorced. I feel like there are some tensions there. We'll get, we'll get into the tensions between the parents soon, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. But they're definitely, it's like basically that 70s show now, where, but they're instead of the basement, they're like smoking weed in the backyard. Oh, yeah. I also think, now I, I know you didn't agree with me on this one, but I have, I do have a conspiracy theory for the backyard against, but we'll definitely get into that later. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the meat of it now. Mm-hmm. So I think. Completely uncharted, completely unscripted. Oh yeah, there's no, we have no idea what we're talking about, but. We'll just jump. Balls to the blender, as as we say in French. Dry kind of angry. <laughs> Dry kind of angry. Um, so I think the first thing that we noticed was the... The very the very first thing we learned, noticed, was the relationships. The relationships, correct. So to get into this, there's three characters that we're going to be looking at in particular. Um, because their relationship is really highlighted through the series, right? These three characters being Kasha, Austin, and Tyrone. Now, you wanted to say something? No, 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 you're good. Keep going. Okay, so, throughout the episodes, there's one that, uh, because I can remember it really well and I can bring it up, there's like a mystery episode, right? And it's like Clue, um, like the movie or the game or the TV series. 
Oh, yeah, there was a TV series. Like a little mini series. Yeah, I remember it being really good. Is that on Cartoon Network? Is that one of those? Why is that on Cartoon Network? I'm pretty sure on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network's like one of their weird live actions that they had. One of the few. It was like in another, like, it was like one called like Anubis or something like that. No, that one was also on Nick. But they had, really? yeah, they had like a tower one or something. Tower prep or something, I think. Was that character? Was that Nick? Oh, I think we, are we thinking about Nick? I don't, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I gotta look it up. Hold on. <laughs> it's totally side railed here, but that's fine. There's also another one too. Hold on. Yeah, it was on Cartoon Network. Tower Prep was on Cartoon Network. For whatever reason. <laughs> A Natural History was the other one that was on Cartoon Network that was live action. Yeah. What's the other one we said? The Anubis one? No, no, no. That was definitely on Nick, I think. Clue? Miniseries. Where did this show? Oh, the hub. What's the hub on? Now I gotta go into what the hub was. I remember the hub. I just don't remember. Oh, that was the Discovery Channel. That was the Discovery Channel? There was. The Discovery Channel had the Discovery Kids Channel. Which was wonderful that you had like trading sp- spaces, like the kids one, and that one had like Kenny the Shark and um, the Tuttenstein. Hmm. Some real gold ones. I see. I think they also had um, Endurance. Um, yeah. I know this is like pre you, yeah, but those were those were good ones. Like I liked those. <laughs> I. I I think I watched too much TV growing up. Fair enough. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the episode was not like Clue, but Natasha was like the head of the mansion, right? But her like husband or side piece, was it her husband? So, so Tyrone was the butler, oh, was the butler. and Austin was the neighbor. I don't think it was the neighbor, though. Wasn't he the... No, he was the neighbor. Really? Yeah. That's why it was sus. It was very sus. Why is he spending so much time at her house? Mm-hmm. But uh, throughout the episode, Austin and Tasha's relationship was pretty close. They're, they're very close to each other. Mm-hmm. And like we said, why is she? Why is he spending so much time at her house? Um, But then later in the episode, well, not later in the episode, pretty much like intermittently throughout the episode um she has some pretty close like encounters with tyrone and like she gets really close with him Mm -hmm. and she kind of excludes austin it's typically when he's not around that she gets close with tyrone um every now and then she'll like like cuckold him you know um like yeah, he's her side piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but she takes every opportunity she can get 
to be with Tyrone. So there was like the space one where they were like taking off into Mars. Um, well, wait, let's go back before because I think it's important to mention that. So like, yeah, in the episode, like Austin and Tasha are supposed to be like best friends or something like they're like alluded to be like this oh, yeah, thing, yeah, they're, right? They're, they're really good friends. But like, there's this like, you've been screwing the milkman moment and like they both come out of this like closet mm -hmm. super sus oh yeah and they chalk it up to oh we planned this it's not like it's not like we're doing anything dirty this is a kid's show mm -hmm. anyway that's a, i think that's important this is super important because they're coming out of the closet together oh, yeah. you know Makes it. I mean, the way that they do it, it's just so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, back. So there was a spaceship episode, right? And there, there. Uh, it was Uniqua, Pablo, Austin. They went up to Mars. Who am I missing? No, it's just those three. And then they met the Martians. Yeah, they met the Martians, that's right. Um, but Tasha wanted to hang back with Tyrone. And like she was she was getting into it, you know? With Tyrone. She she really wanted to be with Tyrone. Yeah. Um and that's because in my opinion, she knew that Austin was gonna be gone, so she could take all the time she would on you know. Get some alone time. Get some snoo snoo. <laughs> I like that place. Um, but she was also like, she was also like, oh no, our friends are never coming back. Oh, oh shoot, mm. darn. So Tyrone. <laughs> but yeah, like all the all episodes, like if, if Tasha's in it, because not like Tasha's not in a lot of episodes, but if she's in it, like it's like usually divided where like Unique and Pablo are together. Oh yeah, they're always together. And then Tyrone and Tasha are together and then Austin too. So like there's definitely There's like a triangle going on. Yeah, yeah, there's a tri there's a love triangle there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's definitely some side piece. And then there was the uh, there was the swamp episode, right? Where um, she was with Ta she was with Austin. Austin was her. Now when she was was that actually was that Austin Uniqua? No, Uniqua was the leader of the boat. No, what are we talking about? <laughs> so there's a swamp episode, right? And uh, like they're they're like Uniqua and Pablo were leaders of this like swamp tour. Oh, the swamp. Did you say swan? Did you think I was saying swan? No, I thought you said the swap. The swap episode? The swap. Like, they swapped places. I didn't know you were talking about, like, a swamp. Swamp. Like, swamp. Like, where Shrek lives. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I was so confused. I was like, when did they, like, swap? <laughs> okay, so they're in the swamp. The swamp with an M. S W A M P. 
and they're giving a tour of the swamp to Osh and Austin because uh, they were like running out of tour guests, I guess. Um, so they brought them onto this tour, and Tosh and Austin were really bored. And then uh, Nikwa and Austin were like, "Oh, but we have a swamp monster!" Ooh. Um, and then that because they were losing interest from Tosh and Austin. Um, I don't know where I'm getting with this, but <laughs> basically, basically, is that Tosh and, and Austin were, you know, they were like a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely coupled. Like, it's either Tosh and Austin or Tosh and Tyra. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the, the one of the main things that we got from it. That was, like, one of the first things we noticed. But um, it's just that love triangle, and we think that's very important to their characters. And on, honestly, with the reunion episode, I think it'd still be occurring. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think there would be a threesome. You know, like I think Austin and Tyra realize what's going on. Like finally, I thought you were like, "Oh, they're ditching Tasha, and it's just Austin and Tyrone are hooking up." Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Though. I could see that. <laughs> like you know, when like a girlfriend finds out that like. A boyfriend's cheating, mm. and the girl he was cheating with. It, never mind. I'm not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. Totally understood that one. <laughs> I'm good at talking. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's good. Um, I think the second thing we noticed, and I, I think this one, in my opinion, is like huge, right? And that is. This is definitely the most, like the the second most glaring thing that is so subtle, but at the same time not subtle at all. When you're an adult, what are you thinking about? See, I'm thinking actually because it took me a while to realize this. Because first off, the show is called The Backyard Again, and you know when they're doing the opening, they zoom in to the backyard. But uh, when I was watching it, when we were watching it. Um, we noticed that their backyard is weird in terms of like where houses are positioned, but there's a fence that goes through the property, right? Now, the, you know, the backyard again, they, they take their adventures in the backyard, but this backyard is only the backyard of three houses. There are two houses that are specifically cut off by the fence. Like so, if like picture like picture a baseball diamond. It's like a baseball diamond. Yeah. And they put three houses in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like in the middle, and then you have the two on the out- outside, right? Right. Um, but like for the ones that are like within the fence thing. Yeah. And. So the three, the three inside the the fence are Pablo, Tyrone, and Uniqua, mm-hmm. and their houses are all colored accordingly. All of theirs are, though. Yeah. Um, but there are two that are excluded. Those being Asha and Asha, Asha, <laughs> Austin and Tasha. That's what I have in my day. 
that's their couple name. That's their ship name right there. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> um, but yeah, but specifically, Tasha is, is like directly cut out from the property, and Austin's is cut out. But he made like a hole in the fence that he like comes through every now and then, like a door. And I think that was his undoing. I don't think that was his parents. I think that was his undoing because he wanted to hang out with his friends. But what this really alludes to is that the relationship between the parents of the Beckardigans are not on good terms, right? So that would mean that the three parents of Pablo, Uniqua, and Tyrone are all good friends, but they don't like Tasha and Austin's parents, meaning like why they cut off the fence. And we're assuming it's a problem with the parents, but like maybe like maybe like their parents actually don't like Tasha. Like maybe it could a- be a problem with the kids. <laughs> it could be a problem. Dude, with that's the kids. Tasha's not in all the <laughs> episodes. Oh, maybe she's like, I don't want you hanging out with those those other kids. Might be a problem with Tasha's parents. Yeah, I don't know what you rubbing off on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like interesting because like Austin's fence like runs all the way through. So like it's not even like a pie chart. You know what I mean? It's not even like a pie chart where the fence is kind of like bent. So it, it's a barrier between the three's houses in Austin and then like a barrier between Tasha's and their houses and then like Austin and Tasha's you know have that open space like no like it like theirs goes all the way through like that fencing cuts off yep. yeah I don't know what the deal with is with Austin's parents because he's on a lot of the episodes too so I think that one's directly apparent conflict i don't think that's a parent child conflict i think that's a parent conflict i mean austin's like probably the most one of the most chill oh yeah oh yeah yeah so yeah but when i was a kid i always thought that like all of the backyard against had fences no i thought they all had like fences oh really and yeah i thought they all had fences and they all had like doors and so they all went to like the doors when they wanted to see that like the gates like i thought (laughs) gates (laughs) That's the word for anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like they'd go through the gates to see each other. I didn't think it was like all open. Hmm. So, you know, when I was a kid, I always just thought they shared the same backyard because, you know, I don't, I didn't have that logic back then. I was like, Oh, surely they, because, you know, it's a kid show. I was like, who needs fences? Who needs fences? We're all together in this world. Um, Bust into High School Musical. But I mean, that's really the meat of that theory. But I think, I think at this time, I would like to describe my theory for like the show overall. Um, and I, I briefly mentioned this, like with you. I don't think I really went into depth with it because uh, you just—I don't think you liked my theory or agreed with it. <laughs> I like my theory. Um, that theory being kind of like a skin theory. Have you ever heard about the skin theory for, for SpongeBob? 
You sent me the video. Long <laughs> video. <laughs> watched it. <laughs> um, but basically, my my theory for the backyard it's not worth my three hours. I don't know what you're talking about? It was a hundred percent worth it. Um, one of my favorite theories of all time is the spawn post. To the end, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> he makes good points, though. I'm just saying, he makes good points. Um, but my my theory for Macyardigans is that so they're all like animals, right? So we got Pablo the penguin, Tyrone the moose. I was I I thought their names would match their animal for a second, uh, but you know Tasha the hippopotamus, um, Austin the kangaroo. And then there's Uniqua. And she kind of looks like a pig, but she isn't a pig. By her Wikipedia definition, or description, right? And I'm going to pull this up so I can make sure I get it right. I quote it from credible sources. Uniqua is the protagonist of the backyard again, so she's the only character who appears in every episode. She is a one-of-a-kind, unique creature, right? She is her own species, right? So this is where I begin my theory. Now, this is going to lead back to that Mars episode, the space episode where, you know, Tasha and Tyron are hidden off. But in that episode, they meet this, like, alien species. It was kind of cringe, but they were like beep boop or whatever. Boing boing or boinga boinga or something. Boinga boingers, right. Um, and this is where my theory kind of evolved from, per se. In that I think I think that the Backyardigans are living in a dystopia. I think that those alien species were really advanced. And I think it's kind of like a Matrix idea where the Backyardigans are actually living in a simulation. They're living in a separate world, right? Um, because they're all in a dreamlike state, per se. I see you laughing at me. Don't laugh at me. This is a very serious conspiracy. All right? Um, and that they have their own like skins per se or their own avatars justifying why you know there's a yellow hippopotamus there's a blue penguin with a weird spinny hat and also why they don't have to worry about clothes tyrone only wears a shirt he doesn't have pants um just lets it all hang loose um but he doesn't have to worry about that because his genitals are in the real world this is an avatar. This is skin, right? <laughs> um, and I think this is evident from the aliens' advanced technology. They had super advanced technology. And I think that would lead you to believe that if they have that advanced technology, maybe it's because that technology isn't real. It's only real in the outside world. Because they're living in a simulation. 
I conclude my theory. The backyard again simulation theory. Um, but that's the main point of this episode right now is that we weren't able to watch the whole show, right? Um, because there's only a limited selection on YouTube and to be honest, I didn't want to watch all those episodes on YouTube because some of them were kind of weird looking or didn't look like it. But we wanted to get into this episode, delve deeper into the backyard against lore, see what we could come up with, see what we could look up and find. Okay, so um, go ahead, keep going. No, 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 no. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. We wanted to see what, what we can find. So the literally the first thing that it came up when I googled backyard again theories actually. Tell me it was the skin theory. Tell me it was the simulation theory right now. <laughs> I like. Did you write this post on Reddit? <laughs> no, but here's. It's like kind of close. It's not the same, but it's like the backyardigans. This is coming from Reddit, from Reddit, and it's the backyardigans were created by a nuclear apocalypse. That's what I'm saying. They're in a dystopia. Okay, <laughs> but you have to pull it up. But it's uh, they're mutant animals living on an Earth. There, see, this one claims that they are animals. Uh, living on it, but they're mutants. So that's an interesting idea that uh, explains Uniqua and, you know, our different colored animals. Uh, they're living on the Earth after a nuclear apocalypse caused the extinction of the human race. I mean, yeah, that's why there's no humans. We never find any humans or see any humans through the backyard again. Um, yeah, I think this is pretty close to what I was saying. Um, our self-proclaimed backyardigan friends live on an oasis, a fake oasis in the middle of an otherwise barren, war-torn wasteland. In the back, oh my it, gosh. <laughs> in the opening, in the opening, <laughs> in their opening song, the backyardigan sing, "We've got the whole wide world in our yard to explore," suggesting <laughs> just <laughs> The world outside of their neighborhood is largely uninhibited, inhabited, uninhabited. This is where I think this this theory kind of fails, though, is that in the opening sequence, I'm pretty sure you can see like street and uh, the other side, like a like a uh, like a sidewalk. Yeah, I would, in my opinion, lead to believe that they're in a development. So that's why I think the simulation theory is more correct, and that because even if like, you know, like the, with your phone, you have the worldwide world on your fingertips. It's the same thing with your backyard. It's like, oh, because we can just simulate it. We can simulate it in the backyard. Because, you know. I think my, my theory is more superior. Just saying. But we haven't gotten into the bulk of the theory of the apocalypse, but. I, don't know. I do like this this one down here that says, um, yeah, it's the same uh, thread, but um, the backyardians regularly adopt elements of human culture and history into the imaginary stories, and some even reference the downfall of humankind. And the episode Cops and Robots is saying a song called Can't Stop the Cops, in which the refrain is Can't Stop, Can't Stop the Cops, which implies the society before them had dissolved into a tyrannical police state. 
other layers to the song, such as T900, that's what they call me. Soon all robots will be bad. You see, imply robot uprising and took place. I do like that. And I think that's how they got into the simulation, per se, is robots took over and kind of established a matrix rule regime. Um, and this is, I'm, I just got into this. I just saw this. This is in the same thing. Perhaps the most interesting of their adventures is the mission to Mars, which celebrates a rocket landing on the surface of Mars. The Black Guardians have likely found evidence of missiles, but mistook them for instruments of space travel. The astronauts sing a song called Ready for Anything about how they are prepared for every eventuality. A song naively written to celebrate the hubris of humans that came before them. Humans were obviously not ready for their own destruction. I do like this theory. I, do, I really do like this theory. Um, but I think mine is superior. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's like some merit to like the mutation. You know, like the fact that an apocalypse would explain the mutation and the colors. Or something like that. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we do never see their parents. So there is room to. At least I don't think we ever see their parents. I, there could be something but with my knowledge of currently that they don't have their parents or they're hidden somewhere I still think the simulation theory stands strong just saying let's, let's see I am happy though that the first thing you find is a apocalypse or dystopia theory. Because mm-hmm. I did say it was a dystopia. Just saying. Not too many, not too many theories here. <clears throat> That's a shame. There's a lot of like thoughts on like Uniqua and her being like an alien or. It makes sense that uh, she's like the, the show would be completely different if Unicool wasn't in there because if there was some other animal we could just rule it as you know it's just cartoon fun but with her existence there's something strange about this world and I think we're on the verge of cracking it nice <clears throat> I feel like if we watched like more, we'd be able to understand it better. Um, but I'm not about to tap into So for any listeners, if you happen to stumble upon this, you know, a shout. Might, yeah, if you if you really if you know your backyard against lore, let us know. Put it in the Discord. Put it in the Discord. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, do we have anything else? Well, there's what about the pilot, but I don't know. I don't know. I still think, I, I think, I sincerely think that the simulation theory is 
I, it might not be right there. There might be some more to it that I don't yet understand because, you know, we haven't watched everything yet. But I think it stands true that, in my opinion at least, that there is like a skin theory of sorts and that these are not their real forms. I think their real forms are on the dystopian side of the world. I think these are their avatars slash skins. And Uniqua is perhaps a creation or an avatar, you know, like character customization. When you press random on character customization, this is what happens. <laughs> well, I don't know. But I think it I think a lot of the the conspiracies that we come up with that we agree on have really revolved around the relationships behind the show. And I think those are pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm hundred percent agree in agreement with there being some sort of love triangle between Tasha, Austin and Tyrone. In my opinion, I think, in my opinion, I think it's more of a cuckolding relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, Ta- like Tasha and Austin are like usually together, and she, she kind of does hookups with Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it just depends on where you are in the series, because sometimes I think it's like the other way around. I mean, I definitely think like their relationship is more complex than that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some weird things going on with them. I definitely think that Tasha and uh, Tyrone are, like, hitting it, you know? Oh, they're definitely hitting it. Yeah. Um, And it's like, once you, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. And, and, like, even in the animation, there's, like, side glances and, like, like gestures per se. I found myself like watching and being like, mm, I'm sure you will. <laughs> like, I just think I highly recommend anybody going back and watching yeah. the backyard and just like watching through that lens of being like, mm. Mm. and if you can, if you can, if we can find more about the parents, I think that would be great. Specifically with the the backyard like fenced area, like if we can crack the code as to why Tasha and Austin are separated, I think that would be really beneficial to our our lore. Um, maybe they were like maybe they were like married five year olds. <laughs> oh, I don't like giving them an age. <laughs> I retract that statement. <laughs> Oh, that was grody. Oh, that makes me feel. Uh, no, I don't makes think so. Feel like you. I need to go take a shower. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> but um, you know, I I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just go back and watch it. You know, with that adult mindset of like, wait, what's going on here? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's too like it's really fun to go back and watch a lot of things. Like, I mean, um, Holly and I were doing like all the Disney movies, and we we're just like, "Wait, what?" 
Yeah. Like you're either like this is awful or like wait was that in there the whole time? Yeah. A totally different perspective. Yeah. But I mean, I think that goes for with most children's shows or like children's media. Like back when we were kids, because I think, I mean, you see those compilations on YouTube. They're like jokes you missed in children's shows, and it's like you know the adult humor stuff, like uh, like in Fairly Odd Parents, say they made like a, a boob joke or something like that. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of those things you miss as a kid. Um, and I think it's not as much in this show because I think this one really is a kid show. Because uh, we're really digging deep into it. <laughs> I don't know about that, are we? <laughs> um, but I think if you go back and just look for those things, I think it can be really fun. Um, but I, I think it stands to make a lot of interesting theories what's going on with the um steve blues clues thing have you been following that were you a steve or a joe i think you were a joe who was your blues clues host their shirts were different right uh <laughs> i mean i remember the, like the light green dark green light green shirt guy i think th- wasn't there like a red blue red shirt um, I thought it was like I thought it came down to like the stripes. Like I thought Steve wore stripes and like Joe wore um like cute like squares. Mm. But there might be a color thing. But I don't know. Like I think there I. There's like controversy or like Steve coming back or something, but I'm like, what's the controversy? I'm not sure. I mean, I saw like a video of one of them um, doing something. I don't know. Oh, I guess Joe also came back. What? Oh no. Um I'm not sure. It looks like he had a purple shirt, but also wore green, but also wore I guess he wore different colored shirts. Huh. Maybe. Like all the time. Because there's just a bunch of different pictures. Um hmm. but like Steve always wore green. I definitely remember that. I think I was a Steve. I think you were. I think you were on the cusp of Steve, but I think you were Joe. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it was like towards the end of Steve, because I, you know, I think now that I'm now thinking about it, I think I remember the transition from Steve to Joe. Because I think they did like an episode like, "Hi, friends, we're introducing a new a new friend. This is Joe." You know, I, I think I remember something like that happening. Um. And I, I think you're right. I think I watched like the end of Steve, and then the birthing of Joe. Can I just talk about? There is this one. 
There's only like one episode of Blue's Clues that were like really stands out to me. And it was like he was like going to visit his grandma or something and she was giving him cookies. And she had this little like <laughs> Do I need to retract that do I need to retract that statement too? Maybe. Uh but no, she was going to give him like a container of cookies but they were like in this like fancy little like container and it was just like so cute and I always liked it and I was like wow makes me want a cookie from that container yeah it was like that episode solely for that part I, it's not like a container like a like it's not like a plastic container but it's I, I can't explain it yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I'd have to refresh my uh, Blues Clues lore. We'll, we'll, I think we should save that for another episode. <laughs> Blues Clues lore. Would it be weird to just like Google Blues Clues grandma? <laughs> no. Oh, yo. <laughs> This one. I I do not remember that for the life of me. But I, is... <laughs> but I really liked this. I like the way they opened it. For for those for those listening, because uh, you you didn't see the picture, she just turned around and showed me. It is a grandma wearing the same shirt as Steve, next to Steve, and then there's Blue next to him. And he's holding this weird cookie contraption. And good, news, good news. You can safely Google. Clues. <laughs> clues, clues. Grandma. <laughs> Grandma cookies. <laughs> um, yeah, but I really liked that um, where she just like lifts the container. And it's like some kind of, I think it was like some kind of like weird. Um visual ASR, ASMR maybe <laughs> that's not a thing but I'm gonna make it one like you know like when you're watching cartoons like like the Ghibli film mm-hmm. and they're like making it like like in Howl's Moving Castle and it's like the breakfast and you're like mm-hmm. wow that looks really good and I just want that like you're like when you're whenever you're watching something animated you're like wow I just really want that but it's like it's not real <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand what you're talking about. I'm just... I feel like there are YouTube channels devoted to like making cartoon food come to life, so yeah. I feel like I'm not alone in that. Alone. No, I mean, I agree with you. I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's probably something I should get therapy for. <laughs> I'll add it to my list. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you have any uh, other cartoon lore or thoughts you want to provide, put it in the Discord. I recommend not doing SpongeBob because you don't want me getting into that. I can go deep into the lore of SpongeBob. Um, I will deep in to the depths depth of the ocean. Yeah, under the pineapple, under the sea. I'm I'm talking that deep. Yeah, under the Goo Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, you don't want to get started on that. 
that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, other cartoon theories or whatever. This is as this is our first tube episode. Uh, we can dig into more stuff, or just do other things. We haven't found our niche yet. This is literally just us unfiltered, no script, just whatever the heck we want to talk about. No, no real, no real, no real, no real. That's mm-hmm. that's how um, unscripted this is. That's how unthought out this is. Mm-hmm. Can't even finish a sentence. Can't even finish a sandwich. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll make a social thing to follow us or something. Make a Reddit thread, a Reddit community. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, the backyard against community. Oh, hi, cat. From Boris. Boris Makata. But yeah. Until next time, this has been Tube Title Over Podcast, Episode 1 Hot and Sweaty, Delving Deep in the Backyard Against Lore. <laughs> a, a mouthful of a title, but I think it fits. Yeah, I think we're just going to keep rambling. I just don't know how to cut this off. Just, um, just like cut this off, maybe well, like mid ramble. Yeah, like you know, like so uh, talking about our cat.